Michael Weber, Artistic Director of Chicago's Porchlight Music Theater. Debuting on Broadway September 13, 1909 at the Lyric Theater, The Chocolate Soldier with music by Oscar Strauss and book and lyrics by Stanislas Stange, based on George Bernard Shaw's play Arms and the Man, was a huge hit in its day and has been revived six times on the Broadway stage. Premiering as Der Tapfer Soldat in 1908 at the Theater an der Wein in Vienna, what was here adapted into English as The Chocolate Soldier began when Shaw gave Austrian-German librettist Leopold Jacobson the rights to adapt his play, in which he provided three conditions— None of Shaw's dialogue, nor any of the characters' names, could be used, the libretto must be advertised as a parody, and Shaw would accept no monetary compensation. In spite of this, Shaw's original plot, and with its central message of arms and the man, remain more or less untouched. As with the original play, the musical version exposes the follies of war, with the returning, conquering, quote, heroes, unquote, turning out to have invented their own heroic deeds. While it was agreed the production had superbly catchy music, much humor, and a large dose of ironic sarcasm in its favor, its theme, however, is anti-war, anti-hero, and anti-patriotism. In the rabidly nationalistic atmosphere of Imperial Vienna, there was not much sympathy for this philosophy, and the world premiere of the musical adaptation was not a success. Shaw despised the result, calling it a, quote, putrid opera bouffe in the worst taste of 1860, unquote. But he grew to regret not accepting payment when, despite his opinion of the work, after the production opened in New York and then in London in 1910, it became a triumph that it remains today over 110 years later. Here on the November 23rd, 1953 episode of the Railroad Hour are Virginia Haskins and Gordon McRae with B. Benedict, Lou Merrill, and Marvin Miller in The Chocolate Soldier. Ladies and gentlemen, the Railroad Hour. And here comes our star-studded show train. The Association of American Railroads presents Oscar Strauss's well-loved operetta, The Chocolate Soldier, starring Gordon McRae and his charming guest star, Virginia Haskins. Our choir is under the direction of Norman Luboff, and the music is prepared and conducted by Carmen Dragon. Yes, tonight another great musical success is brought to you by the American Railroads, the same railroads that bring you the food you eat, the clothes you wear, the fuel you burn, and the multitude of other things you use in your daily life. And now, here is our star, Gordon McRae. Thank you, Marvin Miller, and good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I suppose every lovely girl in the world has a dream hero, a dashing, reckless fellow out of an operetta like the one we're bringing you tonight, The Chocolate Soldier. Yes, barbarian, yes, barbarian, when we fight our old Bulgarian, 
Nadina, they say the enemy spy might be anywhere. Yes, Mother. Well, they say this spy is handsome and reckless and ruthless and wouldn't hesitate for a moment to climb into anybody's window. Now, I'd better rush right in and lock my window. Yes, Mother. Yes, uh, handsome and reckless. What am I rushing for? <laughs> the war will be over soon and Father will be coming home to you. Well, after a year, I'll even be happy to see your father, the old walrus. <laughs> Mother... Look at this picture of Alexius. Oh, isn't he handsome? <laughs> Mother, he's my fiancé. Besides, you're far too interested in uniforms. Oh, it's not the uniforms, dear. It's everything they put inside. <laughs> my Alexius wrote me that he won the Battle of Slavinsky single-handed. Oh, will I ever be worthy of such a hero? I have a true and
there. Are you a man? Well, I was the last time I looked in the mirror. <laughs> Where am I? You are in the boudoir of an unmarried lady. Oh, thank heaven. No husbands. What do you want? Beautiful one. Will you hide me? Hide you? My enemy? Oh, I'm no enemy. I'm Swiss. Lieutenant Boomerly. That makes no difference. Leave the way you came. Oh, I'm much too tired. I'd only fall and break my neck. I don't care what happens to your neck. Well, my neck cares. My head would be very unhappy if anything happened to my neck. <laughs> Besides, I'm starving. There's not a chocolate drop left in my cartridge belt. Chocolate drops? In your cartridge belt? Where do you carry your bullets? Bullets? Oh, I never use bullets. People can get hurt from bullets. <laughs> mm, but all you can get from chocolates is a stomachache. Well, I do happen to have some candy. Here you are. Mmm. Oh, delicious. Dear lady, you're an angel. You know, when you come close to me like that, do you hear me bubbling? Oh, hot chocolate. This <laughs> calls himself a soldier. Sweet and pretty. Oh, you funny chocolate soldier man. For you, I feel great pity. Oh, you silly chocolate soldier man. Just made to live your misery. Oh, sweet man. If you expect a full grown maiden's kiss. And not a soldier heaven made I studied shooting, practiced riding I studied fencing, fate deciding I am a warrior by chance And not a hero of romance I am her chocolate soldier man She thinks me sweet and pretty I am her chocolate soldier man For me she feels great pity I am not a chocolate soldier man Just made to please young misses And I would not melt If I ever felt The sweetness of your kisses your chocolate soldier to be shot? You're not my chocolate soldier. I'll have you know I'm engaged to a real soldier. Alexius doesn't eat chocolate. He's a hero. He led the cavalry charge that won the Battle of Slivinsky. <laughs> you know why? His horse ran away with him. <laughs> I don't believe it. Well, I was there. I saw him. 
He was the most accidental hero in history. No. Oh, me. I didn't realize how tired I am. I, I've simply got to get a few winks of sleep. Get up! You can't sleep Ooh. here. Oh, oh, it's so cozy. Oh, don't, please. Uh, Open your eyes. Lieutenant Womerly, please. Medina! Medina! Yes, Mother? There are soldiers downstairs. They think the spy came in here. Oh, Mother, I... Oh, <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> <A> man! <gasps> Wake up! Wake up! Oh, isn't he good looking? <laughs> Please, Mr. Bummer, wake up! Mm, go away. Oh, he seems like such a tired dear boy. I'll just hold his hand and stroke his head. Medina, what are you doing? Tearing up Alexia's picture. What? I, I thought he was your hero. Oh, Mother. The strangest thing has happened. All of a sudden, I like chocolate. And chocolate soldiers. Second act of the chocolate soldier in just a moment. What does Thanksgiving Day mean to Americans? For example, we've coaxed an incredible abundance and variety of foods from every soil and climate of our far-flung country. And thanks to the shining steel rails that bind our country together, we've been able to distribute the rich produce of our fertile fields efficiently and economically to every city and town, village and farm in the United States. Yes, just as high-volume, low-cost rail transportation is essential to our unparalleled industrial output. So the all-season, all-commodity service provided by the railroads is essential if we are to eat as well as we do. Truly, the plentiful trains now converging on your hometown and bulging with all the good things of the harvest for your Thanksgiving table are moving symbols of the American dream come true. Hi, this is Porchlight Producing Associate and Company Manager, Chris Pasternak. Thank you for listening to WPMT. If you value programming like this, please consider making a donation today at porchlightmusictheater.org. We appreciate your consideration and hope you enjoy the show. We're ready for Act Two of the Lawrence and Lee version of the Oscar Strauss musical success, The Chocolate Soldier, starring Gordon McRae and his lovely guest, Virginia Haskins. <laughs> Well, I slept there all night in Nadina's bedroom, with Nadina sighing and her mother stroking my hair and holding my hand. Along about morning, the two women gave me a house coat belonging to Nadina's father so that I could escape. I waved them each a kiss and scampered down the water spout. He's gone. 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 Oh. 
about a wonderful romance he'd had with two women whose names he refused to reveal. Uh, let's, uh, let's get back to the Battle of Slavinsky. <laughs> it, it seems he climbed up into the room of a pretty miss who fell head over heels in love with him, hid him, protected him, and kissed him. Oh, dear. And just wait till you hear about the other one. He says the girl's mother held his hand, stroked his hair... 
He called her a real flirtatious old crow. <laughs> the impertinent puppy. And when he left in the morning, she gave him her husband's house coat to wear and said, the old walrus will never know. <laughs> Wasn't that funny? Uh, not very funny for the old walrus. <laughs> Say, talking about house coats, I think I'll go put on mine. A uh, house coat? Come with me, Alexius. We'll talk about your wedding plans. Just think, Medina, before you know it, Alexius will be your husband. Boomerly, whose life I saved. Boomerly, a boomerang. <laughs> At your service, dear ladies. Boomerly, how did you get in here? My favorite way, the window. Well, get out of here, you ungrateful wretch. Ah, she loves me. You monster, you charlatan. <laughs> the mother loves me. <laughs> Where's my coat? Who's got my house coat? Yeah, the father's gonna hate me. Alexius and I have been looking everywhere for my boomerly. Oh, uh, how do you do, Colonel <laughs> Popoff? What are you doing here? Oh, just renewing old acquaintances. <laughs> the two women you told us about. My wife. And my fiancé. And your housecoat. Boomerly, you've been making hanky-panky. <laughs> gentlemen. Oh, gentlemen, what can I say? Except perhaps... Forgive, forgive, forgive. Why was I there, I wish... We were soldiers running, gunning Their kind attentions I was shunning I climbed up here to save my skin That's why I refuge sought within Oh, what a sorry, sorry Daughter saved my life at night. She also wished to see me live. Forgive, 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 forgive. Why is he here? That's why I refuge sought within. Oh, what a sorry, sorry night. Your daughter saved my life that night. She also wished to see me I was Nadina's hero. I find I am merely a zero. 
If he doesn't want her, I do. Colonel Popoff, I ask your daughter's hand in marriage. Never. Just a moment. What are your qualifications, young man? Nadina's used to great luxuries. A look at our silver. A look at our linen. Silver, linen. Mm -hmm. Do you have 8,000 napkins, uh, 7,000 sheets, 9,000 blankets, 10,000 knives and forks, uh, a house with 200 rooms and 60 bathrooms? Oh, uh, well... I do. Well, who are you, the king of Switzerland? I am the son of the largest hotel proprietor in Switzerland. <laughs> I don't care who you are. Get out. But what's my answer? I'll write you a letter. Get out, Bumerly. You contemptible coward. Ah, she's wild about me. <laughs> Come, we'll discuss it in the next room. Now, let's see. Pen and paper. Now, a letter that will really tell Boomerly what I think. My dear sir, Mr. Boomerly, most hateful you are now to me. The reasons why I'll plainly state. The first one is you came too late. And secondly, you're much too smart to please a simple maiden heart. And thirdly, you're an awful flirt. Your manner is My favorite entrance. I came to collect my letter. Isn't it thoughtful of me to save you the postage? There. There's your letter. Oh, dear Nadina, how sweet you are. My dear sir, Mr. Boomerly, most hateful you are now to me. The reason why I plainly state the first one is you came too late. And secondly, you're much too smart to please a simple maiden's heart. Let me see you anymore. No, not anymore. With love, Nadina Papa. No, with scorn. With, with love, Nadina Papa. Yes, right. Oh, dear lady, I thank you. Of what? The delicate manner in which this letter confesses your love for me. <sighs> now, permit me to prove mine. With a letter? No, but it has something to do with the post office. Now, I, I come close to you. And then I put my arms around you like this. And then I... Mm. 
You taste just like chocolate. Oh, Nadina, my love. Yes? Would you care for another chocolate? My hero. Thanks to B. Benadaret, Lou Marrow, Marvin Miller, and our entire company for their fine performances in The Chocolate Soldier. By Rudolph Bernauer, Leopold Jacobson, with the American version by Stanislaw Stan. The music is by Oscar Strauss, and it was dramatized for The Railroad Hour by Lawrence and Lee. The Railroad Hour is brought to you each week at this same time by the American Railroad. Marvin? Do you know what that sound represents? Well, actually, you could describe it as the sound of a horn of plenty. But what you heard was the air horn of a diesel locomotive. And strung out behind such locomotives are the fat freight cars that provide all of us with the food we eat on Thanksgiving and every day of the year. What's more, only the railroads can bring us food we eat in the abundance and variety and with the economy we want and need. That's because only the railroads can provide the high-volume, low-cost, all-weather, all-commodity service required for such a tremendous transportation job. No wonder, then, that the railroads are our number one form of transportation, hauling more freight, more miles than all other forms of transportation combined. Thank you, Marvin. And now, folks, here again is our charming guest, Virginia Haskins. <laughs> well, Virginia, you were wonderful. Wasn't it fun dipping into Mr. Strauss's musical box of chocolates? Well, I don't know when I've enjoyed myself so much, Gordon. Tell me, what's on the show train next week? Well, next week, Virginia, we're presenting State Fair. And Lucy and Norma will be here to help us sing some of that memorable music. Oh, we'll all be listening, Gordon. Night. Good night, Virginia. Come back real soon, huh? All aboard! Well, dear friends, it looks as though we're ready to pull out. And so until next Monday night and Rogers and Hammerstein's State Fair, on behalf of the other members of the cast and of the American Railroads, this is your friend Gordon McRae saying goodbye. <laughs> Are you thinking of going on a trip by train? Then you'll be interested in reading an article in the December issue of Red Book Magazine, now on the newsstand. The article, Tomorrow's New Trains Are Here Today, offers many helpful suggestions to make traveling more enjoyable on passenger trains. The Chocolate Soldier was presented by arrangement with Hans Barch Plays of New York. Gordon McRae can be seen in Three Sailors and a Girl in Technicolor. Our choir is under the direction of Norman Luboff, and our music is prepared and conducted by Carmen Dragon. This is Marvin Miller saying goodbye until next week for the American Railroad. Now keep tuned for your Monday night of music on NBC.
Tonight, the voice of Firestone features Dorothy Warrenshold on the NBC Radio Network. After the success of The Chocolate Soldier in America, when George Bernard Shaw heard in 1921 that Franz Lehar wanted to set his play Pygmalion to music, he sent word to Vienna that Lehar be instructed that he could not touch Pygmalion without infringing Shaw's copyright, and that Shaw had, quote, no intention of allowing the history of The Chocolate Soldier to be repeated, unquote. Pygmalion was, of course, eventually adapted by Lerner and Lowe as My Fair Lady. That creation was made possible because the writing duo were, at least in theory, adapting the 1938 screenplay of Pygmalion, co-authored by Shaw, with rights controlled by the film company and not the author himself. On October 20th, 1968, another stage musical adaptation of a Shaw play, in this case Caesar and Cleopatra, would premiere on the Broadway stage as Her First Roman, with music, lyrics, and book by Irvin Drake, starring Richard Kiley as Julius Caesar and Leslie Uggams as Cleopatra. In 1914, The Chocolate Soldier was filmed for the first time as a silent production, the movie being now considered lost, as are so many productions of that era. In 1940, Metro-Goldwyn-Mayer wished to make a sound film version of The Chocolate Soldier, but they were refused permission, or at least permission at a reasonable price, by George Bernard Shaw. To circumvent this obstacle, instead, production head Louis B. Mayer bought the rights to Strauss's music for The Chocolate Soldier and substituted the plot from the Molnar play The Guardsman as the story for the 1941 film, which would star Nelson Eddy and Reza Stevens, even as it was still called The Chocolate Soldier. A 1955 television film adaptation of The Chocolate Soldier, with the correct plot and music, also starred Reza Stevens, this time opposite actors Eddie Albert and Akim Tamaroff. A few notes on today's cast. In addition to her impressive recording career, star Virginia Haskins was best known for her work on TV's NBC Television Opera Theater and Cavalcade of Stars. Actor B. Bennett Darrett was one of the best-known voices on radio, with numerous appearances on the Jack Benny program, Fibber McGee and Molly, and The Great Gildersleeve, among others, and regular TV roles on The George Burns and Gracie Allen Show, The Beverly Hillbillies, and starring as Kate Bradley on Petticoat Junction. Perhaps her best-known role was a combination of her television and voice work in her portrayal of Betty Rubble on The Flintstones. Theaters across the country need your support now, more than ever. We hope you'll consider a donation to Porchlight Music Theater today. Just go to porchlightmusictheater.org. Until next time on Classic Musicals from the Golden Age of Radio, I'm Michael Weber. Michael Weber.